We're back uh, with Bits Over Broadway and we're discussing whether or not we're Gaga gays. Um, I would like to argue that I am not a Gaga gay. I'm but not and never have been. I have recently been clocked <laughs> for potentially being a Gaga gay. Listen, it's, it's not, not my fault. fault. Rain on no, me it's, fucks. <laughs> it's not my fault that rain on me simply slaps. <laughs> it's not my fault. I can't help it. I would not say that I am a Gaga gay either, but I appreciate anyone who uh, engages with an artist's oeuvre on a, like, <laughs> oeuvre. On a level that they are able to cite eras. Like, right. I just That's can't. literally insane. I just like. I just don't have that ability to classify divas in that way, mostly because I would qualify myself. I would classify myself as um, a best of, a greatest hits gay. <laughs> a greatest hits gay. I love that. Honestly, I fuck with that like, because I, one I mean, of I the know very some songs from many popular entertainers. <laughs> yes, thank you. Same as well. I uh, there was like recently a meme on Twitter that was like. Um, it was like a picture of a CD Walkman and they were like, what is, what, what are you listening to? If like, when you picture this Mm -hmm. and my response was Disney's greatest hits (laughs) volume one. Okay. Tragically, mine is Kelly Clarkson's first CD, but (laughs) I will say, wait, no, I don't think it was her first CD. It was breakaway. Um, and that album fucks, uh, but that is the only like full album I can remember listening to was your disney's greatest hits album the like dark purple or blue yeah. color and it had like four yeah. discs yeah. in it hell yeah bitch hell uh-huh. yeah oh, where are my disney's yeah. greatest hits with that. compilations heads at <laughs> i fucked with that that was my first cd and then my first cd after that that wasn't a like disney album mm-hmm. was green day's american idiot <laughs> And that's Connor, baby. Amazing. Mine was from Under the Cork Tree. <laughs> I love that. Oh, God. I fuck with that. Can you imagine um, that being your first album? No wonder I'm ruined. <laughs> exactly. Ruined. But all this to say, I am not a Gaga gay. I have fought against that label my entire goddamn life. But I did listen to Rain on Me on repeat because the musical we talked about for the musical that we're doing today was like the little drop of serotonin that opened the floodgate that was rain on me that needed more serotonin to just enjoy your fucking life amen um so let's get into this week's musical another in our deep cut series uh and this one's just a little treat this is yeah. Meryl, Meryl and Karen can have a little state fair as a, a treat. Little, a little state fair as a treat <laughs> i honestly like you guys I I make a lot of jokes about how like this musical is basically just Rodgers and Hammerstein saying that Iowa State Fair fucks, but like this musical kind of fucks. Show me where he's wrong, viewers. Show, Show me, me where, where he's wrong. He is wrong. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Robert Rodgers and Hammerstein literally just sound like whatever the opposite of depression is. Absolutely. Like every music, particularly. They write. <laughs> Yeah, particularly in State Fair, I would argue. Yes. And I, or Iowa, Oklahoma <laughs> as well. But uh, this this is very Oklahoma to me. Like yes. in a way that it just feels except that Oklahoma is ostensibly like dark and some bad things happen. This does not yeah. feel like anything bad happens. Feels like there are legitimately no stakes <laughs> and everyone is just happy and hanging out with hogs and going to the yeah. fair and getting married. And like I live for that in these dark times. (laughs) Basically, like, literally, there's, like, nothing that happens. There are essentially the the conflict of the show revolves around um, uh, the, like, children finding love at the State Fair. But, Mm -hmm. like, it doesn't really matter in the Mm -hmm. end. Mm -hmm. And then outside of that, the B-plot is a pig winning a blue ribbon. (laughs) And I love that. Oh, we do love that. Deep Charlotte's Web vibes. Oh. Yes. Except without just that the dead little crumb, <laughs> those little crumbs of serotonin just, just dripping through. Them, rain them on me. Uh, that is a callback. That um, is a callback. I'm just like rereading our text because I got 
very upset listening to this musical. It's been a long time since I've listened to a Golden Age musical, and I forgot just, like, how pure they are. And I would argue that this technically isn't really a Golden Age musical. I guess you're right. We should probably jump in and do facts and figs. Connor, um, please do go ahead and give us those facts and figs. Facts and figs. <laughs> Those are like the smooth jazz is like the SVU theme song if it wasn't terrifying. Exactly. But the SVU theme song does slap. Okay. <laughs> State Fair. Music by Richard Rogers and lyrics by Oscar Hammerstein II. What up? It's based on the 1932 novel State Fair which was adapted into a film in 1933, which was then made into a musical, and then the musical was remade into a film in 1962 and then was made into a made-for-TV movie in 1976. The (laughs) Rougeur. So I guess it could be considered a a Golden Age musical. I think so. It looks like into the mid-40s, late mid-to-late-40s count, so. Yeah. Um, The only only problem problem is is that the product when you get into the production history of it all um it didn't premiere until 1969 at the muni in st louis interesting shout out the, shout out and then they did a second stage adaptation off broadway in north carolina in 1992 and then it didn't make it to broadway until 1996 i see what you mean um and it was only open for about 110 performances and eight previews gotcha the Broadway production was co-directed by Oscar Hammerstein's son, James. And um, it, like, went through a couple of, like, adaptations and rewrites. Sure. Um, it was nominated for two Tony Awards at the 1996 Tonys, but didn't win any. And it was also nominated for three Drama Desks in 1996 and didn't win any. And then... Mm-hmm. Just a quick synopsis. State Fair provides a glimpse into the life of a farming family, the Frakes, and their three-day adventure at the Iowa, Iowa State Fair in Des Moines in 1946. While parents Abel and Melissa are hoping to win a few blue ribbons, siblings Margie and Wayne are more interested in finding romance on the midway. I have so many thoughts already. Yeah. One is that you are now broken in pronounced Iowa, Iowa, which is psycho. I- <laughs> And, Absolutely. Um, we will get to that again. I am coming back to this. Oh, um, I hope so. I hope to God. I just want to say shout out to the Muni um, because as soon as I heard this, I was like, oh, this is a Muni musical. Like, Oh, 100%. And that is only because – so uh, my grandma had like season tickets to the Muni growing up. She uh, would, I love that for you. It was really fun. So she would always take one of the grandkids, usually granddaughters. Of course. <laughs> to be – to be frank, um, <clears throat> to the Muni, like you got to go with grandma that week, whatever, and go see the show. And it was always a show that just sounded happy. I rarely knew what was going on. I was there to eat my lemon ices and just like of enjoy being outside and watching people do theater. But like I saw Brigadoon there truly could, could not tell you. Anything other than this town appears and reappears every 100 years and someone falls in love. That's what I know about oh Brigadoon. And that's how I feel about State Fair. <laughs> that's the same musical to me. They're the that's same. That's the same musical, baby. That's the same. Anyway, it feels that very, is. it feels very muni. Just like happy summertime. Some things happen. No one dies. No one is maimed. Nope. No one is grievously like life altered in any major no. way. Just like. Well, a successful day outside, folks. Let's pack it in. <laughs> Which I love. I love that. <laughs> That's amazing. I um I was actually in this show. We love uh, when Connor's been in a show. Yeah. Yeah. Uh so this was one of the shows that I did in my first non-Mizzou theater summer stock production. And did you or did you not play the blue ribbon winning hog? Uh, I God, I fucking wish. <laughs> I have played a pig the in my... The role I was born <laughs> to play. I have played Wilbur in a like children's theater adaptation of... Come through! Charlotte's Web. Okay, but well, when I finally sadly, mount my musical production of Babe 2 Pig in the City... I'm right here. My resume <laughs> is ready. <laughs> I have done the work and it shows in my work. <laughs> Thank you. And you know what I say to that? 
That'll do, pig. That is what I say to that. Thank you. That is, I I mean, honestly, I was born to play a pig. Um, no, I was just in the ensemble. I played a bunch of uh, different smaller roles throughout the show. Like, I was, like, a farmer. I was one of the farmers and like that sings the, like, sweet hog of mine. Um, I played the judge that got drunk, gets drunk on stage. Mm-hmm. And I was in the fair tones. And that's it, I think. Amazing. Yeah. Let's let's dive into Act One. Oh, we let's shall. Let's pop this can of worms right open. <laughs> so it's summer 1946 in Obby. Iowa, tragically. And uh the Frakes, is that how you said it? I don't okay, Yeah. The Frakes are preparing. The fun part the fun part is is that we were actually I was actually in Iowa performing this. So like I shit you not, people were losing their fucking minds. <laughs> I they were like Iowa that's us baby I mean to be fair it's probably like I've never seen Mimi in St. Louis but I imagine that's how I would react if I saw Mimi in St. Louis where I'd be like oh my god St. Louis did they just mention crown candy okay go off right Um, that's how I feel whenever I I see Chicago I I love Chicago this reminds me of home (laughs) Yeah, the show, it does, you know, the all the murder. Chicago, <laughs> about 1930s. Depression era Chicago. Oh, it makes me homesick. I miss uh, it. Honestly. <laughs> that's my that's my zip, you know what I mean? Those are my people. That's my home. <laughs> Those are my people. I think they do even mention Juliet in the show. Well, okay, Maybe well, I'm in wrong. that case. <laughs> well, that's where the prison was, baby. I love that. I'm telling you, if someone said Montgomery City, Missouri in any sort of media, I would do a backflip. <laughs> <laughs> like, like hell yeah um because that kind of stuff works on my little rat brain oh yeah connor have you ever been to a state fair does illinois have a state fair i'm sure they do illinois does have a state fair and i have been because uh my uh sister and my brother-in-law used to live in st louis where the state fair is the state fair of illinois is in st louis springfield i'm a dummy <laughs> my like- brain shit the bed for a second <laughs> Springfield, yes, Springfield. that makes sense. Okay, okay, okay. Springfield. Illinois. <laughs> yes. I've actually... Oh, no. Sure that's right. I don't think I've ever been to a state fair. Oh, really? Does Missouri not have one? Oh, Missouri has one. I just never went. Um, oh, okay. Because I didn't do 4-H, and I didn't sell a lot. I was not in FFA, so I didn't have any reason to, like, sell livestock or show right. animals and, like, advance. And I was tragically... Never entered into the queen contest to be the queen of the county fair, despite my my beautiful everything. Yeah, (laughs) your handwritten letters, your (laughs) hair that is not a wig. My boobs that are perfectly situated for a sash. Like, it's just fucking unreal that I was denied (laughs) this opportunity. I'm so sorry. Yeah, so I went to the county fair. We should petition them to do it now. (laughs) Please, retroactively. No, the rules are (laughs) like, the rules are like you have to be 18 to 22. And then after that, you're dead. Um, You could pass for 18. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Thank you so much. That just made my day. It's wrong, but it's nice. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. So we've I've only been to our county fair, which okay holds the title of biggest little fair in Missouri. Um, and we actually did used to be a huge fair, and there was there's a whole I could do a whole podcast on oh my god our county fair and the history. I do love um, that. But like when I was growing up, we pulled like big fucking names. Like John Michael Montgomery was at our fair. We had a uh, I can't remember anyone else. I just remember him because I was obsessed with him. Of but we've had Blake Shelton. Like we we used to have big names, and now it's like defunct. You know because um, the economy's broken, right? <laughs> among other reasons. But um, yeah, so we've never been to a state fair, but I do love a fair. Oh yeah, no, they're super fun. You just get to eat a bunch of fried, disgusting food and look at butter sculptures. I I'd live for a funnel cake, though. Listen. Uns- unspeakable things Un- to get my hands on a funnel cake. Real. Funnel cakes are unreal. <laughs> oh, God, I love that shit. We also have... Deep fried um, Oreos? Fuck me up. Fuck me up. We also have a group that has been making kettle corn, like in an old-timey, like, witch cauldron. <gasps> as long as I've been alive, it's just a bunch of old men in overalls with a big fucking wooden paddle making kettle corn. And that shit is... 
unreal. You've never eaten California I like this. I want... Everyone come to the Montgomery County Fair in July. My soul <laughs> just left my body. I and, really wanted to go this year. <laughs> oh, God, that sounds amazing. <laughs> Fuck. And also, all of the advertising gets... So we have the section called the beer garden which i may or may oh, not have course. mentioned before in this podcast was where we held my five-year high school reunion was at the beer garden of the obsessed um actually, obsessed that you had a five-year high school reunion that's small town baby actually <laughs> fun fact the beer garden got double booked that day so we got booted to the livestock auction no <laughs> anyway there weren't any animals in it i didn't go okay um Anyway, oh, all the advertising is done on plastic cups that they sell mm. the beer in, and they're the best cups. I use them as fine china in my home. My point is fair's rule. Let's talk about this specific one that is in Iowa, which is a crime, but I will forgive it. Absolutely. So the freaks are basically just like getting ready to go. You get they like in immediately the opening song just introduces you to all the main characters. You meet the dad who's very excited about his pig, Blue Boy. You meet the wife, who's very excited about her mincemeat and pickles. You meet Margie, who is looking for love on the state on the midway. And then you meet Wayne, who is hoping to win some prizes and money. Okay. Just from, like, carnival games. Yeah. He's like, God damn, I hope I get an old goldfish that's going to die in two days. Absolutely. <laughs> I hope I can throw a fucking baseball at a glass bottle and <laughs> score some mm. sick shit. Ha! That's what <laughs> um, I want, baby. Okay, so I do just want to, I know this is going to take a while, but I do just want to dive into um, the dad's relationship with his pig. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> because it stresses me out personally. He loves that pig. Listen to, <laughs> to listen to this soundtrack uh without knowing anything about it i listened first and then was like this is a song about a pig yeah this is just a bunch of men singing about how fucking cool their hogs are yeah i love it uh listen it was extremely fun to sing the 4-h vibes in that song are out of oh control. yeah absolutely but it's like it's so funny and it's so stupid. Like the fact that they were able to like make this entire show with zero stakes whatsoever. And I am like 100% sold on it. Yeah. Kudos. You don't need conflict. You don't need conflict. You don't need conflict. What you need is a big hog. That's what right? I'm saying. Honey. <laughs> Honey. Um, then Mar is Margie the one who sings? Um, uh, yeah. Well so basically. Basically, we find out that, like, uh, Wayne's girlfriend is going to college, so they, like, break up. Um, Margie, there's this boy who um, has proposed to her, but she hasn't given an answer yet. So she sings the song It Might As Well Be Spring because she um, wants, that's, like, her I Want song because Oscar Rogers and Hammerstein um, invented The Wizard and I. Um <laughs> And then she sings that. And then the, that night, they're all like, all right, time to go to the fair. And they sing the Driving at Night song, which goes right into our state fair. It's a great state fair. Don't miss it. Don't even be late. <laughs> Don't you fucking dare. Don't Not you Not show up for one dare. goddamn day of this fucking shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is, it's such a... I like, will say people are like that about state fairs, though. Oh, absolutely. Like, they go fucking not, hard. Yeah, this is not insane to me because i know people who are like that about from many states not just my state like who are like absolutely oh the state fair yeah i go back for it every year like you you have to go to the state fair well, oh my god where else would you get your funnel cakes and fried oreos and look at pig's balls for a solid hour to hour and a half yeah thank you thank you <laughs> uh, i you can't miss a goddamn second of that <laughs> i want to look at that pig's balls for at least four hours. I want to judge them, and I want to tell you whether or not those balls are blue ribbon. Yes, ribbon. thank you. And I don't know a goddamn thing about pigs, but I can tell you <laughs> whether or not they're a blue ribbon worthy. <laughs> blue ribbon worthy. Um, I will say it might as well be spring is... Also, was also covered by Frank Sinatra. So if you're ever trying to find that I song. I did not know that. 
yeah, it's like the first thing that comes up. You have to specify state fair musical. Wow. <laughs> in order to get this. Um, That's fun. I love Margie. She's such a little baby. And I love she's, her. Yeah, we, she sucks shit and I love her. <laughs> she does suck shit. Um, she's essential she's like essentially the main character of the show. Um, and everyone else is kind of just like side characters. <laughs> sure. So like the majority of the plot, even though Wayne is also like also has a love interest, mm-hmm. her Margie and Pat's like love story is essentially the like main story of Got the it. show. Got it. Interesting. That's the thing I care about least. Yeah, absolutely. It's like, but I will admit that their songs together are very, like, isn't it kind of fun? Fucking slaps. They're great. So every, make no mistake, every song in this show is a goddamn jam. Like, oh yeah, absolutely. It's fun as shit to listen to. And it's only an hour long on Spotify. Like, Oh my god, I loved you it. Got the time. Exactly. Listen to State Fair. Put a little light in your life right now. Please. Like I like we've said at the at the top, little crumbs of serotonin just, <laughs> just all over the place. Just like little drops. I love that in 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 might as well be spring, Margie goes full somewhere that's green and starts listing all the like cool shit she wants and oh 100 for me my it might as well be spring is mm-hmm. two bedroom exposed brick Ugh. with outdoor space apartment Ugh. in the east village for under two thousand dollars a month <laughs> and that's my that's my list of demands <laughs> that is honestly like the hottest sentence anyone has ever said to me. I know. And I'll, I mean, I believe I can get there. Uh, Absolutely, baby. The only thing stopping me is that price. <laughs> hey, you know what? We are probably about to see real estate in New York fucking tank. So, as fingers someone, crossed. As someone who spends an inordinate amount of time on Street Easy and the like, I can tell you that they already have, and there's no fucking bottom in sight. I'm very excited. Oh, that actually makes me really, really happy. Maybe I'll be able to live in Manhattan again Connor, one day. put Street Easy on your phone. You know what I like to do sometimes for a little... Ooh, tell just me, Just to tell spice me. it up a little bit. Yeah. I like to bump up my limits for monthly rent by $1,000 <gasps> and just see uh, how the uh, truly luxurious live. That's, like, honestly hot. That's really like is. When Mitch is asleep, the, obviously, yes. I just oh, of course. roll over and turn my phone screen, my brightness, all the way down and... <laughs> Scroll Street Easy in the night. I do really like to like look through the because Street Easy will send you like if you sign up for their newsletter, they'll like send you like this three bedroom Mm -hmm. in Prospect Park, like is the featured rental of the week. And I love looking at that shit and being like, yes, I can totally afford this. And then you scroll down and you're like, eight thousand dollars a month. Simply could not. (laughs) A million and a half mortgage. I don't think so. No, thank you. Anyway, um, I love Margie and I love her constant uh confusion about what to do in her life oh absolutely it's i mean they have to find some sort of conflict right. somewhere and since and even though it's like extremely low stakes and there's they literally like meet they like meet within the first day and then they're like well i love well, you <laughs> like, okay, so are we ever given any indication that harry is just like not a good dude or is it just like he's it's fine. not that i just don't he's, like him <laughs> Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, it's never like that he's a shithead or like he's a bad person. It's more along the lines of like, I'm just not that into him. Like, he's nice, but I'm just like, he's not Mm -hmm. for me. Um, It's like that sort of situation. And that's more in like dialogue outside of the um, songs. And then there is a lot of dialogue. But he's not like a drunk or anything. There's no no reason. She's just like, I mean, you're fine and we've been dating for a while, but like marriage, really? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Basically, that's what it is. (laughs) So they run, yeah, they run into former war reporter at right. the, he's there to cover the fair. Honestly, can you imagine that fucking knockdown in your journalistic, like, goals? You were covering World War II and now you're covering the yeah. goddamn Iowa State Fair. He, like, the character Pat, like, literally his entire character is just complaining about how much he fucking hates his job. <laughs> mean like i'm reading this and going god damn pat sorry about you that's tough (laughs) absolutely he like he like it's really funny because essentially he works for 
so this is this is journalism connor he essentially mm-hmm. works for associated press in the mm-hmm. show and mm-hmm. he's like i just want to work for a real newspaper <laughs> i hate we, it here we all do <laughs> i'm like oh buddy it's like esteemed reporter ronan farrow drives out to like watch a dog show like yeah. what why are we doing this okay but maybe those dogs have a secret no i will <laughs> first of all they all do <laughs> And whether or not you find out the secret is indicative of how good your relationship with your dog is. That is correct. Do you know your dog's secret? Watch the Christopher Guest doc documentary yes. best in show. Documentary best in show. <laughs> That's what I say. He's obviously covering like a well-known dog show in this analogy. Like the Iowa State Fair is a bigger deal than just a regular old dumb fucking bullshit fair. But it's no of course. <laughs> Battle of the Bulge or whatever. <laughs> so I understand where Pat is coming from and why he's such a curmudgeon. This is this was before we invented always being at war. Right. <laughs> so it's hard. Absolutely. Uh, they, they did eventually have to come back. Because there was like that that like twenty or thirty year period where we were like, hmm, this isn't so bad. And yeah. then we were like, oh, well, we want to be at war again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we will be at war again for the rest of the foreseeable future. I just can't see us getting out of this. We love it so much. Ever. Ever. We love um, it too damn much. So then then Pat runs into Margie and is like, you're gorgeous. Let's get married. <laughs> Basically. Like yes. within the first five seconds, he's like, hey, you're hot. <laughs> and then they sing, isn't it kind of fun? Which is like super like funny and it's mm-hmm. it's it's a, actually a very funny song like when they when it's performed and i i think it fucking bops you know, it's i would call it it's it great it's kind of fun that's yeah. what i would say in response to that song it is absolutely kind of fun. it is kind of fun <laughs> um i love the wayne subplot of he's oh, just fucking God. ready to get some prizes um he's like busted up about his girlfriend going to college and being really right. smart sure we all have been there um and then he's like okay, time to go shoot some hoops. And some carny fucking yells at him. And then he's like, what the fuck? (laughs) I'm going through something right now. I am going through it. I'm going through college. (laughs) And then this like like older woman steps in and is like, leave the boy alone. And he's like, I'm in love with you now. (laughs) You're my mom. (laughs) You're my mom now. I go with you now. Uh, yeah, he doesn't even know who she is, and he's just like, fuck my stupid girlfriend. <laughs> Forget her. I never loved her. This lady's my girlfriend now. But he, like, doesn't even find out who she is until, like, later on when he, like, goes to the performance space at yeah. the fair, and she's performing. To watch her become a performer. Um, and she sings, and then... He, like, gets her a sick cup of beer in his delightful bear cup, I assume. And oh, of course. then she tells Wayne that her dream is to become a Broadway star. And that is meta. And um, that is Broadway. <laughs> That's what I call Broadway, Truly, baby. Broadway is singing at your state fair and confessing to a stupid hayseed that you want to go to Broadway. And he's like, what the fuck is Broadway? He's like, I've never heard of Broadway like, in my about, life. You talking about Main Street? <laughs> we can go there right now. <laughs> it's right there. It's only five feet away. <laughs> um, and that's uh, on, that's when and this is when I say himbo rights. <laughs> Himbos deserve rights. Uh, and then he's like, "Okay, well, I love that you want to be a star, but have you considered being my girlfriend?" And she's like, <laughs> "Maybe we'll try it out. We'll see it." Uh, the next morning, Margie complains to Harry, complains about Harry to her mom. Yeah. Um. Which is iconic. I really love, I really love that nothing like makes me, I don't know. I just love the concept because like they're camping at the state fair. Like they like literally like are living at the state fair. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm obsessed with that. I'm like, Mm -hmm. yeah, skip fucking town for like a week. Of course. Camping in the back fucking country to celebrate our hogs. Like literally nothing more than a ribbon. A ribbon. One like ribbon. that sounds like a goddamn dream right about now. Then do you know what they're gonna do? They're gonna hack that fucking pig up and they're gonna <laughs> eat it. Like yeah. there is no in game here other than you got a ribbon that was like, damn, that hog grew pretty big. <laughs> and now 
And now that hog is breakfast. One hundred percent. Have some biscuits and gravy to celebrate. Your oh my huge god, hog. I love it. I um, do too. I'm obsessed. Yes, I love that they're camping there because you can't drive back and forth. That would no. be a waste. Like to right. go from your town all the way across the state of Iowa, not to mention so fucking boring. Oh my god, you have nothing to look way. at. Like literally, like Illinois is flat and it's just all cornfield, but there is literally nothing. Yeah, in Iowa. Iowa flat as hell. Like driving through it to get to the fucking theater that we were going to perform at State Fair at, I was bored as fuck. Yeah. Um, so yeah, of course they have to stay there. It's important to note that we get a win on like every day of the fair. So the first day Abel wins for his beautiful pig and he's so Oh no, he doesn't win until the second, second act. Oh, you're right. You're right. Cause that's why they sing Iowa. He is just, he's just excited to win. He's, he's (laughs) like, he's like fucking pumped to win. He's just so fucking high on his own supply that he's like guess what family let's fucking dance in celebration of our not yet win (laughs) he loves that pig so fucking much you know what that's what it takes to be a blue ribbon blue ribbon winner is absolutely confidence Uh, confidence is key key. and that's on broadway (laughs) and winning ribbons for pigs So uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This ahead. so the the show or the first act ends with um, Melissa entering her mincemeat and pickles to be judged. Um, so at the beginning of the of the show, um, during the introduction to the family, mm-hmm. Melissa is making her mincemeat, and there's like a really funny bit where everyone in the family keeps adding more brandy to it. Mm. because they don't know that each other has added the brandy so like the brand the mincemeat essentially gets like has a full bottle of brandy in it perfect important to note that in this case mincemeat refers to like fruits that are like finely chopped fruit yes that are jarred essentially and not uh an actual meat pie (laughs) um they were not drunk on meat (laughs) And I need to make that clear. <laughs> <laughs> they got the meat drunks. Mm-hmm. Um, so Melissa, like the the meat mincemeat is spiked. The judge gets really fucking drunk and awards them the blue ribbon. <laughs> and then uh, Wayne and Emily watch from a hill and they sing possibly the most boring song in the show yes. so far. Um, I'm just not interested in it. I'm not. I don't oh, really. Yeah care uh, i mean obviously it's i don't care it's the bathroom care, uh, song it's the bathroom Only song obviously show, but <laughs> i mean it's actually like one song before the, f- the act finale <laughs> that's true i always feel like bathroom songs come in act two but i guess yeah. they could come in act one um but it's i'm just not as interested in wayne's romance i'm yeah, not interested in the romance of the show care. at all yeah, but it like matter. like yeah, the Wayne's romance especially really doesn't matter. Like yeah. they don't really put any kind of weight behind it. No, it's just to give him something to do so he's not just the dumb little brother who's right. getting games on the Midwest. Like who's just playing. But honestly, games. like I would have fucking loved that plot. Him like just for comedy. Rigging like just for comedy, like rigging games to try to win or something like that. Mm-hmm. That would be fun. In a current day musical, he would be the little brother that's like getting has this weird sub side plot of him like fighting with a carny that like continues throughout, like exact exactly he's dodging the carnival worker. Um, right. I don't know. In my rewrite. Uh, no, I, no, I love it. I fully support <laughs> it. And in our next, in the Broadway revival of State Fair that we put up, mm-hmm. that's what it's going to be. That's right. Uh, and then they all go dancing. Um, yeah. the A grand night for singing. Uh, this is when Pat and Margie share their first kiss. Mm-hmm. It's the act finale. It's a waltz number. Um, that's and the it, drama. That's the drama, is that it's a waltz. And <laughs> let me tell you, there's a lot of drama because this waltz is really fucking hard to sing (laughs) and dance at the same time. I like that the wiki for this says Abel and Melissa dance romantically. Would love to see an example of that. Yeah. I want to see an example of someone dancing romantically and non-romantically. And then uh, I also love that Wayne and Emily arrive with a distinctive glow. Huh? Um, 
What does that mean? Oh, I think we all know what that means. <laughs> we all know. Mm-hmm. And then Pat and Margie mooch. They smooch. Yeah. Uh, and then Harry arrives after the smooch. Damn. Dun, dun, dun. Damn. Drama. These are the, this is where the stakes you can't finally go come around in. Smooching people when you're almost affianced. <laughs> when you're right. engaged to be engaged. <laughs> Seems rude. But this is once again the the whole Broadway thing of they really don't give a shit about engagement. No. <laughs> Broadway simply could not care less no. about the institute of being engaged or what being engaged could possibly mean to someone. This is an example of Pat's insatiable need for adrenaline, where he Mm -hmm. just does a series of escalatingly more insane things to achieve the highs he achieved during his war reporting. And he begins by kissing a otherwise engaged woman. Right. And uh, it will eventually lead to him trying to stab Harry. (laughs) Someone always, someone is always getting stabbed in these fucking shows. <laughs> Honestly, that was obviously that was a joke. Of course, Harry, there is literally again zero, zero stakes. stakes. But no one gets stabbed. Not even no the one threat gets stabbed. of stab. <laughs> <laughs> Not even the threat of a stabbing. And that is why this show works. And that is why we love it. Simply, simply put, I don't want to cry. Thank you. When I come to see musicals like this i'm not here to go home with no makeup on i'm here to be fully intact full face have a nice dinner remember nothing about it don't ever sing the songs again and just go what a pleasant evening i spent doing something this is this show is like the perfect fits perfectly within the uh, philosophy of musical theater that our professor jim miller at university of missouri had he would always tell us that People need to leave the theater tapping their toes, knowing that they had a good time, but not remembering a goddamn thing about the show. <laughs> yes. You're just blissed out. Exactly. Like, oh, what an enjoyable day I spent looking very cute with my friend. Oh. Exactly. What a, what a joy that was. We don't do that enough. We're trying no. too hard to make people feel things and, and think. think about things. And I have to think Ugh. all the fucking time. What I I'm tired of it. Is entertainment where I don't have to fucking think. I'm done. I don't care about the physics of the Iowa State Fair. No. I don't have to question the logic of the Iowa State Fair. No. I get it. I'm bought in already. It's my, all there. My disbelief is suspended. That's a funny joke about booze fruit. I like that. <laughs> And that's why we like this show. <laughs> that is actually our act break. We're ending on a cliffhanger where we Pat are. and Margie smooch and then Harry walks in. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. So let's take a quick break yep. and we'll be right back. All right, back from our first day at the fair. Time to start our day first two at the fair. Day, day two. <laughs> hey, B. <laughs> Let's do it. So, even though Harry's at the fair, mm-hmm. as we remember from our act break, he had just gotten to the fair a little late. Just a and little that's why late. She doesn't love him, honestly. He's just not punctual, you know? And honestly, punctuality is such an important part of a relationship. That, I get it. Margie. That should be the first thing listed on your Tinder profile. Uh huh. Absolutely. Connor, and if he's late, punctual. if he's even a minute late, red flag. Huge red flag. Huge red flag. Um, because if he doesn't care about the time of the date, he, he doesn't, doesn't care, care about, about you. you. <laughs> And that's on Bits Over Broadway giving date advice. So even though Harry's there, Pat and Margie are like, okay, but we're in love. We've only known each other for a day and we are in love. Thank you so much. incredible kiss was everything. Uh, I didn't know what it meant to feel true passion in my life until this second even pat is falling into like the honeymoon phase by being like i'm a different person when i'm with i her. absolutely fucking love a song that just confirms a character is de- is like developing a character arc like yeah. there's that is there's nothing better in a musical than when a character is like hmm i feel different <laughs> 
I know we haven't really gotten into my whole deal, but just trust me when I say I'm changed. I am changed. I know y'all didn't know me before, <laughs> but I am changed. Uh, and who can say if I've been changed for the better? You know what I mean? But I have been changed for good. But I have been changed for good. Uh, <laughs> then Blue Boy is declared winner of the livestock. And we get to the best song of the entire show mm-hmm. all i owe iowa all i owe iowa uh and listen incredible i just want to like just let's just discuss some of these lyrics oh absolutely go off um it's basically the entire song is listing the agricultural products <laughs> of iowa yeah. well that's what fairs are about so yeah, absolutely <laughs> what i love is that at some point in the show someone says um i like i owe so much to iowa that i couldn't ever repay her maybe i'll just move to california and everyone's like fuck you exactly forever threatening to leave here you'll be so you'll be so goddamn sorry if you leave you stupid bitch you stupid bitch we'll hunt you down and kill you (laughs) for example when you leave your native state you'll be feeling far from great You'll be good and gosh darn sorry when you go, which seems nice, but that is country people speak for get fucked. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> if you live here, fuck off. Fuck <laughs> off. Anyway, I love all I O I O A. Oh my god, it's so fun. It's such it's a, a fun fucking number. Yeah. It's like one of the biggest dance numbers in the show. Mm-hmm. We like it's just like everyone does a hoedown. It's great. It's so fun. Yeah. Um, this song fucks. And um honestly, yeah, like all I owe I owe. Top tier. Top tier. S tier, if you will. <laughs> god tier. Uh God tier. Pat yeah. learns oh, this is the Mm. only con only other conflict the second <laughs> conflict the second conflict um, halfway through the second act that he has landed a job interview in chicago but it means mm-hmm. he has to catch the first train out of iowa but he also conflict has a date scheduled that night with margie and then he's like i don't want to go but also i'm gonna go <laughs> but but also, like, I'm gonna go. It's been but a day, so like chill out. Right. This is a job so, in like, Chicago. Calm down one day. <laughs> I've been talking since the start of the show how much of I fucking hate my job. Mm-hmm. I just want to work for a real newspaper. Mm-hmm. Chicago's got papers. They have them. They're real. Uh, they get printed. In theory. <laughs> in theory, this is a good job. And so he leaves. He pieces the fuck Straight out. Straight up ghosts, sir. Yeah. Um, then we go back to the dance meadow. I love a dance mm-hmm. meadow. Um, oh, we love a dance meadow for one last big dance with the, and I love, I love the way that the announcer, something about the way the announcer says, and the fair tones just makes me want to be like, okay, just say faggots. <laughs> like it's, there's something in his voice where it's yeah. like, he's saying that these are a bunch of gay men who uh-huh. just follow Emily around. It's said and, with like a knowing like eyebrow, right. just like, it's like a wink and a nudge, like, and the fair tones, like, okay, just like, if you get my we mind. all know that that is not the F word you could say. <laughs> and I will say that the songs that the fair tones sing, because I was a fair tone, mm-hmm. are incredibly hard for somebody who's stupid and doesn't know how to sing harmonies <laughs> like myself. And also me as well. Um, yeah. Don't know how to do it. Have to stand near someone else doing it. male Singer, if I, I only know melody. melody. What am I singing for? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm not getting paid to sing the harmonies. I'm truly not getting paid at all. But even if I were, <laughs> it's not for whenever we say so in the past few years, my family sing because yeah. my parents both sing and my um, younger brothers and I sort of sing. Um, and we sing at Christmas Eve mass. And I <laughs> always have to stand near whoever is singing my line because I'll Otherwise, I'll just fucking do whatever I want because like, I, I have love no that. training or control. That. And so I just have to stand like near to my brother so that we can right. sing the same thing. <laughs> it's called being untalented. Try it sometime. <laughs> I do love that. You're welcome. And um, that's why we have a Broadway podcast and you don't. That's right. <laughs> 
sheer force of will. That's why. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. So Emily's Emily's back and she is singing again. Um, right. And Wayne is like, listen, bitch, I love you. I love you. I, I know I just met you, but <laughs> bitch. <laughs> and Emily's like, that's so nice. Honestly, that's like so sweet of you, but no, thank you. Also, I'm married. <laughs> and also, I have a husband, a beautiful husband. I have a beautiful husband. And I think like she says something about like how he lives in like, New York or something while she travels the country trying to make it to Broadway. Yeah. She's like, yeah, he's just really supportive. And I'm like, okay. Once again, m- musical theaters do not give a shit about the institution of marriage. Unless your love is the love that we're focusing on in the story. Absolutely. Your relationship is unimportant. And can easily be ended. Yes, absolutely. No harm, no foul. I love that. Makes me wonder how casual people were. I feel like people are way more intense now. Mm -hmm. People are just so fucking casual in these stories. They're just like... I know. I'm married, but like, am I married? But like, am I married? (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Was it just a marriage of convenience? (laughs) Or like, did I actually love this person? And usually it's just a marriage of convenience. Was I just afraid of becoming a spinster at 25? Yes. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Well, to be fair, in the 40s, being a 25-year-old unmarried woman that was you were basically uh you're dead. A, a hideous old hag what yeah what's wrong with you? <laughs> if you're not married at 14 in the 40s then you don't matter <laughs> you don't have rights and that's just true so as soon as we have this like insane reveal of her being married we cut to abel and melissa watching the stars together yeah and Uh-oh. just like proclaiming how much they love each other which is like sweet i do love that the the every so often they just like throw a little love song to the mom and dad yeah i mean like they just like they're like oh you guys are still in love so you get to sing a little song I together love that. their relationship so matters it um, does matter i like that melissa's like oh no are our kids growing up too fast like two children fully <laughs> falling in love with right. uh, partners and and abel's like would you chill out? At least we've got each other. Those fuck those kids. Exactly. <laughs> Which fuck, I love. I man, love that. Attitude. Fuck them kids. We've got our hog. And that's all that I don't matters, know if you baby. Forgot, but we have not one but two blue ribbons in this family, which is as many children as we have. So exactly. don't fucking worry. We can just put these ribbons in their seats at the table. <laughs> I love that. Uh, the fair is over. Everything's being taken down. Um, and Margie waits for Pat on Midway. Sad. Sad! Exclamation point. A lonely girl <laughs> in the middle of a cornfield. Just a carnival around her being dismantled. There's nothing sadder. That's very sad. <laughs> That's incredibly sad. Um, yeah. And then... Uh, but she remembers that Pat says he wouldn't break up with her. He just wouldn't be around. Right. Listen, I'm not going to end things because I'm a fucking coward, but I am just going to leave you. Yeah. I hope that's okay. I hope you're good with that. She does. The the next time it happens, the song she sings about it, like about her realization of this mm-hmm. is sort of triumphant, though, because she's like, the next time it happens, I'm just going to be like, OK, fuck it. Yeah, no, I love it. She grows from this. Um, yeah, absolutely. Which is great. And, and that's evidenced by Harry entering, um, coming upon her in this dark midway mid- fair demolition and um he's like please fucking marry me like enough with this already and she's like i'm sorry man like i'm just not that into you yeah which is great i love that for her that's gross absolutely baby and she doesn't go with the marriage of convenience which then leads into our return to the farm and Mm -hmm. oh who's here it's pat and he's written an article (laughs) about the fair yeah. About how much he fucking loves Margie. And then Pat just like shows up and they get engaged. <laughs> He's like, what's up, y'all? I did write this article that's mostly less about the fair and is mostly about like how into this girl I was. Exactly. Imagine trying to read a paper about like Coachella and it's really just the reporter being like, there was actually this really fucking cute girl in denim shorts and an Indian headdress that I freaking fell in love with you're like okay cool 
Wait. But what? <laughs> haven't you ever read an article about Coachella? Because that's what every single article about Coachella is. <laughs> I, I, I actually have not. <laughs> actually really Every is. single article about Coachella is um, the reporter being like, I did peyote with this really awesome... <laughs> I tripped from... on ayahuasca and fell in love. Okay, <laughs> cool. madly in love, but I didn't cool. get her name. If you know who this woman is, please help me find her. What I'm realizing now is what we forgot to say at the top of this was that before any of this happened, before the, they went to the fair, mm-hmm. back when they were on the farm at the top of the show, um, their neighbor or some person they know named Dave Miller oh, right. comes over and is like, Man, I bet you're not even going to fucking have fun at this fair. Like, yeah. Which is a psycho thing to bet on. Honestly, Dave Miller's just jealous. He was like mad jealous yeah. that he didn't get to go to the fair. Mad jealous he doesn't have a big hog. He doesn't have a big hog. And he's like, I'm going to try and ruin it for all these people. And honestly, cut those fucking toxic people out of your life. Um, so he bets Abel $5 that the family won't have any fun at the fair. Like right. that they won't be happy. I love making bets on intangible, unquantifiable <laughs> emotions. I love that. It's great because no one can lie. And uh, n- the definition of those things are not subjective at all. Yeah, absolutely. So it's easy to bet on. Um, <clears throat> he bets $5, which in today's money is about 65 bucks. Um, so it's not like he's that pressed about it, but <laughs> $65, that's like, it's not, it's not no money. <laughs> $65 is a nice dinner at Applebee's. Come on. <laughs> a nice dinner. That's where we both get entrees, a drink and a dessert. <laughs> Thank you. A nice dinner at Applebee's. He, so Dave Miller comes up. So now cut to end of the show. Dave Miller comes back and he's like, couldn't help but notice y'all got back from the fair. Uh, time to pay up, bitch. Um, so he gets back and Abel's like, guess what, buddy? You owe me. And Miller's like, uh, it's not about whether or not I won the blue ribbon for whether or not you won the blue ribbon for blue boy. It's about whether or not you're happy. And I'm not going to give you any money until everyone tells me that they are happy. And I decide that they're not lying. Wayne and Eleanor have become engaged. That's so that's Eleanor's girlfriend who was going to college. Who was going to college and that they were like gonna break up. Yeah, he was like, Well, we're basically broken up. So this is what threw me the first time I read through this. Like it right. never says that she stopped being his girlfriend or that they weren't dating anymore. Nope. It says that she's gonna go to college in the in the fall and he's like goes to the fair and is mad about it and then tries to hook up with someone else yeah because he's mad about it yeah basically so uh this is my argument that um wayne is a fuck yeah wayne sucks um fuck wayne cut wayne out of this cut wayne so then cut wayne so then wayne comes back and he's like well i guess i couldn't marry that hot already married singer so i guess i'll marry this stupid old bitch (laughs) all right okay so he proposes so he proposes to eleanor and she's like unbeknownst to her all this has gone on she's like it sounds great i can't wait to go to college um as an engaged woman exactly like and yeah i don't think he decides to go to college with her so basically eleanor is pulling that classic mistake that so many people do is they keep their boyfriend or girlfriend from high school they decide to go to college and then you guys she's gonna cheat on him like it's gonna happen you meet people there you find true love or you find someone else that you fuck with a little bit better or just a warm (laughs) body on a cold night of finals week (laughs) right um and uh so he's like, okay, Abel's happy, check. Melissa's happy, check. Wayne and Eleanor, happy, check. Then fucking dumb old bitch Margie comes moping in. comes Margie. She's like, well, fuck the fair. I hate the fair. The fair fucking blows. And she's, she's like, guess what? I'm too old for the fair. <laughs> and I don't want to go anymore. This is that very specific time in your life um, just after high school, but before you can legally drink. Yes. Where going to the fair sucks because you like are you're too old to ride all the rides Mm -hmm. but you can't get drunk yet and talk with your friends so it's just like kind of a shitty middle ground right Um, you like don't really have anything to do you're just kind of like walking around and and you're like like, you know what 
fuck the fair. I'm going to go back to college and never come home again. And then you come back after you can drink and you're like, okay, actually, the fair does fuck. The fair does fuck. <laughs> and I actually do love the fair. Um, so she's like, fuck the fair. I hate it. And then what's this? Pat's uh, here. Oh, my God. And he's like, he I'm found so our farm. How, okay, my question is, how the fuck did he find their farm? <laughs> She never once tells uh, him where she lives. Journalistic investigative process. And that is why he is a good journalist and should not have been writing about the fucking, fucking state fair. He was a in the war, Connor. Of course he found their farm. Ah, uh, true. <laughs> he has access he, to information none of us do. That's correct. And this was before reporters were reviled by this um, fucking federal government. So they were just like, in loud in and t- intelligence briefings yeah. Honestly, <laughs> he knew you could just hang around city hall in my town for a few like for a little bit and just overhear people being like oh you know over on allen the old so-and-so's house like it would not be hard to obtain oh my God. someone's address in a small town frankly obsessed with that like, oh you're looking for the callaway farm oh no problem let me just give you some directions like <laughs> Stop telling people where people live. Um, That's psychotic behavior. I mean, it is, but also, but it's this also doesn't exist. This also doesn't exist now anymore. But we literally have entire books dedicated to where people live and how you can get in contact with them. Like that's correct. Unlisted numbers and unlisted addresses are, I think, now kind of more common. Obviously, but like, right? People straight up were just like, "Yeah, put my address in a book. Who gives a shit?" Who cares? I want people to be able to find me. Why? Different times. (laughs) Different times. Different times. Um, But yes, you could absolutely do that. Well, because back then they didn't have fucking like uh, Amazon trying to sell them 500 different products within the same fucking day. Accurate. Accurate. (laughs) Um, So he's there. He's like, babe, I'm so sorry I left you. But guess what? This actually worked out really good for me. I know you were sad, but like. Like, I'm so happy for me, but, like, so worried for you. My bad, but also, I got a job. How fucking cool is that? Right. And she's like, that is pretty fucking cool. Where is it? And he's like, it's in Chicago. Let's leave. And she's like, okay. <laughs> she's like, okay, fuck Iowa. Yeah, fuck Iowa. And remember, remember, we had an entire song <laughs> about how leaving Iowa Made you a bad means person. that you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> That's right. And she's like, listen, I heard it. I was there, but also... Mrs. Chicago's got to offer. I mean, Chicago's got corn. Yeah. Also, I love that he has to propose to her. She can't just like, it can't just be come to Chicago with me. Let's see right. if this works. It's got to be come to Chicago as my wife. Like, this is all good above board. We're not touching each other's junk. Uh, of course not. Of marriage. Everything's good. Um, So he proposes. She accepts. I would like to again reiterate at this point, they have known each other for max three whole days, five, max five, definitely closer to two or three. Right. Um, and then Dave, having witnessed this whole thing, is like, well, good goddamn. <laughs> Looks like you are happy. Um, never mind that Margie's parents have maybe never met Pat or don't know anything right. about him and he's just I, walking yeah, to their honestly. house and is absconding with their daughter hours away and everyone's like thumbs up <laughs> this actually is cool and good and I'm totally chill with it okay I want to be mad but if I get mad Dave's not going to give me this five dollars and I could really fucking use it <laughs> I could really fucking use so that money everyone I be want cool. that nice dinner <laughs> we'll, we'll discuss this later <laughs> Everyone stay chill. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll talk at Applebee's. Dave, Dave hands over the $5 and Abel's like, everyone in, we're going to the bees, baby. Amen. <laughs> and that's the end of the show. And then they sing um, our state fair for the finale. One more, one more, finale one more game. Ultimo. I love it. Um, it's very fun. So fun. Are there any, so we mostly talked about the songs and we talked a little bit about the bit with the brandy and the mincemeat. Are there any other like comedy physical bits that you can remember that happened in the book? Yeah. there. I mean, like there's the part with the carnival barker is kind of funny um, between Wayne and the carnival barker. Mm-hmm. The um, sweet hog of mine is obviously very funny. It's the way that we staged it. We did it as like a barbershop quartet. Cute. So like we were doing like physical comedy bits like that kind of fit into that motif. Um, I'm trying to think of some other ones. Uh, I think that was really it. The I mean IOA is fun. The okay. one farmer I played, Hank, 
Munson, um, him and Abel have some like kind of slapsticky bits that they do. Yeah, I feel like this um, is a perfect show for physical slapstick. Like, absolutely mix them up, entrances and exits, like level comedy. I feel like yeah, and I th- I think like Hank has some funny lines that he like makes farm puns or something like that, or like Love he's that. very hayseed, like very like like that kind of thing. They say in the hog song, they all yell "sui," and I. I loved it. My wig flew into space. It was a really hard song to sing because it's like you're doing the, all the four different parts, but it mm-hmm. was so it's so fun once we got it. Like, I love it. It's it was so very fun. fun. Um, yeah, it's oh, it's so fun. Let's just get right into it, Connor. Yeah. man, and share this for us. I do really enjoy this show. Um, I absolutely love that Rogers and Hammerstein were like, let's write a show about how much Iowa State Fair fucks. <laughs> and it's going to have good music, zero stakes. Like, literally, 10 out of 10, love the commitment to the bit. Yeah. They fully fucking went in. And it's just a fun musical. It's, again, there's, like, no conflict. It's just nice to listen to. It's nice to, like, turn your brain off and not have to think about yeah. it. Um, yeah, it's just really fun. And also, I wanted to say that this show was the very first nail in the coffin of my musical theater career because I played the judge that got drunk on the mince meet, and I played Hank Munson. Um, and both of those are like big laugh lines. Um, so Ruined. the minute I got like large laughs, I was like, well, fuck musical theater. <laughs> Fuck this forever. I love it. Um, Fuck this. I love getting people, making people laugh. I want to do this for the rest of my life. I actually am getting paid too much and I should definitely be doing comedy where I will get paid nothing. Um, yeah. Incredible. Uh, Meryl, Man and Chair. Great show. So fun. Uh, very dumb. Mm-hmm. Would mean nothing to me. I don't feel like I need to watch it at all. Like, just pop on the music because it yes. feels like musical theater and it feels like happiness in springtime. And that just boosts your mood. Um, I will say we listened to the uh, rec- the 96 album State Fair on Spotify. And I will say for me, I loved this recording. The sound quality is so good. Yeah. And I can't remember because I just don't listen to enough Rodgers and Hammerstein. Not a not a hammerhead, if you know what I mean. <laughs> um, I so I don't know. Are there always? Sometimes I feel like with cast recordings, there's too much. The levels aren't right, and it's hard to hear the words. Sometimes, like, yeah. I often find myself being like, "Wait, what are they saying?" And I have to pull up the lyrics to understand what's going on, especially if it's telling a story. And I just what I loved about how simple this was was that I got. All the lyrics. Oh, I understood what they were saying. I still had to read the wiki to f- figure out the story. These are very like right. the stories happening outside of the songs for sure. But I appreciated how clear these songs were. Oh, absolutely. I love it. I I, I do think that it the recording works. Um, and I would agree yeah. with you. I definitely think that there's been occasionally some like cast recordings where it's like, okay, Either it's the singers who are like they chose the take the singer didn't wasn't like focusing on their diction as much yeah. or like they've just like turned the singer down or something. Yeah, or like they're that. not boosting the vocal enough or there's not enunciation. Um but something about this one is like super yeah, good. The enunciation and the quality is just really fun. Um I Oh, I just really liked it. It's go ahead. Yeah, I was gonna say I think there's something because uh, I feel like right now we live like we have an orchestra, we have orchestras in shows, but like this one I feel like is like more orchestrated, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like it's more of your like golden age, like yeah, a full band is fucking playing this music as yeah. opposed to like a guitar and like a drum set and a keyboard a drum set and a keyboard for sure um so like that's also something that's really fun to listen to and like go back and revisit yes i don't feel like anything would make my broadway playlist like there's nothing i want to screlt in the shower but it is really fun to just like if you have an afternoon to kill and or an hour to kill in the afternoon where you're doing something else and it doesn't matter if you're listening to the song like doing dishes where you're just like hearing something faintly in the background right I think this is a great option. Like I recommend it just because it's fun. 
And Absolutely. There, there is a filmed version. Um, yes. So, which I did not watch, but I assume is pretty true to, based on what I read on the Wikipedia page, it's pretty true to what the musical ended up being. Um, the story is pretty faithful to that. So, uh, check that out if you're interested in seeing a state fair. Please do let me know if you love a state fair, your favorite fair activities and foods absolutely give me that fair content i literally was planning this summer to go back like i was had asked mitch oh, at the beginning man. of the year i was like what if we just like went back for a couple of days during fair week i know it's kind of dumb and it's in the middle of july it's like the it's the worst fucking time to have a fair it's the right. dead, dead of july so fucking hot and it's a week long and it's brutal but it's so much fun and so we had talked about going, but that probably won't happen now. But I just right. I love fair content. So if you have any, please send it to me so I can memory it. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I love, love this show. Love this show. Um, Connor, anything to plug? No, as usual, you can find me across all platforms at CRELIA12. Um, and you will find any of my funny projects there. How about you, Meryl? Nothing to plug. You can find me at Meryl K across pretty much all platforms. Uh I'm trying to think if there's a platform I don't have, but you know me, I love to make profiles. I do know um, that about you. I'm not on Facebook. That's the extent of my not being online. God, I fucking wish I wasn't. <laughs> I mean, I pretend that it's for a reason, but the truth is I got too mad and so I deleted it. Yeah. I saw a post that made me too mad and we're quickly approaching that with Twitter where I just get so mad at things said by strangers. I deleted Facebook because it was insane things said by people I knew, exactly. but now things that are said by strangers are making me so mad. I'm going to have to log off. Listen, I get it. It's um, all bad. <gasps> I wish that I could delete my Facebook. I cannot because I need it for work. Unfortunately. Oh, for sure. And to run this uh, podcast page, which you can find Bits over Broadway on Facebook. We uh, do not update it, <laughs> but not. it exists. But it is there if you uh, feel like being part of it. We are also on Patreon. We are also um, anywhere you can find podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, truly anywhere. Just download anywhere us, you find podcasts. Download and subscribe in your podcast app. And uh, if you feel like it and you haven't yet, rate and review us on uh, Apple Podcasts. If you are interested in following us, you can at Bits Over B-Way across all platforms. Email us, bitsoverbway at gmail.com. Uh, tell your friends about us. Post yeah, about man. us. <laughs> um, tag Please. us. Tag us in your tweets so we can retweet. And we do love seeing all your guys' tweets. We do. It's our favorite. Yeah. Uh, we're glad that you guys are enjoying the episodes. It always brings us a little delight. Yeah. Uh, and that is all I have. That's all she wrote. All right. Bye. Bye. That's a funny joke about booze fruit. I like that.